what has gotten into Kelton Johnson this season. And let's take a look at tonight's game, Spurs Warriors. You are locked on Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Kens 5 San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Happy Monday, everybody. Hope everybody's having a good start to their work week. This episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash Locked On NBA. Hey, your Spurs are back in action tonight. We're going to be taking on the Warriors out uh, on the road. So start of a little bit of a road trip for the Young Bucks. But they've been playing well. Hopefully, uh They'll get another W for those that are not on Team Tank. But for those that are on Team Tank, like our guest, I'm pretty sure he's going to be chanting for L's as the road trip begins. <laughs> also, we're going to look, but first we're going to look at Kelton Johnson. What has gotten into him? If you look at his numbers in the last, since pretty much the start of the season, just monster numbers. Uh, he has not scored below double digits this entire season. What's got it into him? What does the eye test tell us? What do the numbers tell us? And much, much more. And that guy that was giggling right now, because he is practically captain of Team Tank. He is James Pleasure with San Antonio Sports Star. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at I am Pleasure, and he'll tell you all about his show, the Saturday Morning Hangover, and much, much more. James, you are pretty much one of the many captains of Team Tank. How are y'all doing <laughs> this uh, this start of the season? I mean, I'm fine. Like I, I would like them to lose to get a victor one manana, of course, because. He would obviously make this team an instant title contender, especially with what we're seeing out of the development of it. Now, Mm -hmm. what I've always wanted to see from day one, from the bubble, from the minute they got rid of Kawhi Leonard, was for them to start the rebuild process so that we could see these young guys run and gun. We're seeing that this year. I can't be mad about that. Wins or losses. And this is what I've always wanted is to see them grow and have the opportunity to grow without fear of being benched for some missed Mm. assignment defensively, you know, and Kelvin looks great. Devin looks great. We're seeing growth out of Trey Jones, like a Mm -hmm. huge jump that I did not foresee coming. And it's been very, very enjoyable to watch. And they've got solid veterans, which is why they're being mentioned as trade pieces like Jakob mm-hmm. Hurdle, Doug McDermott, and Josh Richardson. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, look, the, the Spurs are definitely fighters. Uh, they're, they're a scrappy team. Uh, they do not want to go down without a fight. And they've proven that time and time again this early season. Now, granted, it is still uh, a season that's still very young. We'll see how things shake out. As the season goes on, we're not even, what, a month done yet? Still within a month. So, yeah, season is still young. But one guy that's really uh, been playing out of his mind and in a good way, and that's Kelton Johnson. Uh, Many looked at him as the guy to take another step. Has he really taken that another step? Uh, What do the numbers tell us? What does the eye test tell us? We're going to do the eye test first because pleasure was making fun of me before we hit record saying that you need stats, Jeff. Look at my stats. I can rattle them off here at the top of my head. So he's going <laughs> to wow us with his numbers in a bit. But he says he's not the head of the snake. He's made that very clear. He says, no, I'm not the head of the snake. All of us are the heads of the snake. But 
yeah, you know, if Kelda's not out there, but he's the head of the snake, but he's the head of the snake. But if he's not out there, this team is probably struggling against uh, to get some W's or at least they put up a fight. Uh, what what have you just seen out of Keldon in his uh, start to the new season? Confidence. Hmm. This is a guy that knows that he is the guy. He was rewarded with that contract. He there is no longer a Demar Derozan or a Lamarcus right. Aldridge or a expensive veteran standing in his way, or even a DeJounte Murray, who was seeming to be the next, he knows this is his team. He is the most tenured. He is the best. And he has been given that opportunity, and he has seized it and run with it, and it is phenomenal to see what he's done with it. He is taking a massive step forward, and all we've seen is him take a step forward in every Mm -hmm. single year of his development from the bubble to his second year, to his third year, to this year. I mean, Mm -hmm. he has taken a, a huge step each and every year working on something last year. It was three point shooting. Mm -hmm. He became a much more proficient three point shooter last year. And that's only carried over into this year to where he's shooting nearly 43% from behind the arc. I mean, He has taken a step up in scoring from, I think he was around 17 points per game last year to almost 24 points a game this year. So Mm -hmm. that is a huge step forward in scoring from one year to the next. So this is his team. There is no doubt about it. And he is the motor. He's the driving force behind this team. It goes as he goes. Can he have an off night and they survive? Sure. But he is needed to lead this team in some way, shape, or form. We've seen him have an off night where he scored, I think it was like 12, 14 points or something like that. Devin Vassell picked up the slap for him that night, Mm -hmm. but Keldon was doing all of the little things in that game. He was still grinding. He was still uh, jumping, getting rebounds, diving on the ball for loose, Mm -hmm. uh, diving on the floor for loose balls. He was doing everything he needed, even though his offense wasn't quite there. Uh, I got a kick out of that uh, post game chat he had when he somebody asked him about, "Oh, you know, are you the leader? Are you, how are you taking that match one?" And we joked about it right now, saying, "Well, I'm not the head of the snake. You know, there are no head of the snake, but he is the head of the snake, like you said, he is." And that's what I like. That's what the eye test tells me is that that leadership that he's now starting to show in that same mm-hmm. conference, James. Even though he's downplaying that he's not the leader, he's not the leader. It's a it's a, it's a leader by community kind of idea. Mm-hmm. But then he, what does he follow it up by saying? Oh, but before the game, I went up to everybody and said, like, we need you, we need you. You do good this. If you mess up, it's okay. We're here for you. Da da da. He takes the initiative and does all that. So and here's the uh, thing, Jeff. When he says, "I'm not the head of the snake," mm-hmm. and the more I watch this team, the more I think about 2016. Or, I'm sorry, not 2016, 2014? What are you talking about? 2014? Yeah. The the title year? The title year, yep. So I'm reminded more of 13 and 14 the more I watch this team. So when he says, Mm -hmm. I'm not the head of the snake, I kind of get what he's saying. Because they move the ball extremely well. The ball moves around the court very very freely and Mm -hmm. it's 
reminiscent of the beautiful game. Yeah. I don't want to call it the beautiful game because it's not. But well, well, it is. Popovich, it, it, well, Popovich can say uh, Sohan is is Rodman light. So we can we, can we say this team is beautiful game light? Sure. Yeah, we can go. We can go beautiful game light. Mm-hmm. But it, it, there is great ball movement on this team, and mm-hmm. they will go good to great, better to best. Yeah, they definitely will. We're talking about Keldon Johnson right here on Lockdown Spurs. Why he's having such a great start to the season. What does the eye tell us that we just talked about? We're going to get into some numbers next with James Pledger with San Antonio Sports Star. But before we do that, hey, thanks for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. This episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Talent Solutions. Look, these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. You can post your job right now. They got a purple hashtag hiring frame to any LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you are hiring. Simple tools, screening questions, makes life easier for you to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. Go to LinkedIn jobs right now. It'll help you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free. LinkedIn.com slash MBA. That's LinkedIn.com slash MBA. Post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. We're back with James Pledger right here on Lockdown Spurs. He is with San Antonio Sports Star, co-host of the Saturday Morning Hangover. He'll tell you all about the star in just a few minutes. So we, we kind of saw the eye test. We see the leadership growth, James. Uh, you mentioned the confidence is there that, you know, for all intents and purposes, he is the head of the snake, even though he wants to downplay it. So there's a lot we are seeing. But what are the numbers jump at it? And I think the biggest number why he's having such a big production is his usage rate just skyrocketed. It's just skyrocketed. That's the first mm-hmm. one. He's getting a lot more touches. You look at the 21-22 season, his usage rate was around 19.5% with the team, skyrocketed now to 26.5. Cleaning the glass has him ranked in the 91st percentile at his position in usage. So he's a heavy usage mm-hmm. guy in his position. That lends to a lot of why he's putting up these monster numbers. Yeah, I mean, just look at some of the other things that he's done. His minutes per game have gone up about three, four minutes. He mm-hmm. is scoring, and I was right on the number. He was at 17 points a game exactly last season. He is up to 23.6, almost 24 points a game. That is nearly seven points a game difference from last year to this year. Mm-hmm. So that is a massive jump. His field goal percentage is right about the same at 46%. But you know how I was saying he jumped up to 40% last year at three-point mm-hmm. shooting? He's shooting nearly 43% this year from three. So he's gotten wow. even better there. And, you know, his assists have gone up over one and a half per game. So he's making better decisions with the ball. He is sharing mm-hmm. it and it is paying off because it has worked out in his favor because he knows if he gives the ball, he's going to get it back or they're going to get an easy shot and he's going to get credit for his assist right now. So he yeah. is playing so with a, so much confidence, but B it looks like the game has slowed down to him. 
Absolutely. Yeah. It looks like he's seeing it differently than he has in the past couple mm-hmm. of years where he was either thinking or uh, just wondering where the ball needed to go, how to get it mm-hmm. to whoever it needed to be, whether it was DeMar or LaMarcus and their spots on the court. He didn't have to worry about any of that anymore. And he's not playing off of, he's not playing off of like any kind of thought process, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's, free flowing for him now. And you right. can tell that he is very much more just letting the game come to him than vice versa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you look at like the, his shot attempts across the board, whether that be at the rim or the three shot, that's it. it it's starting to even out a little bit. Uh, he's taking about 24% of his shots at the rim, but look at this, all three shots, they're up to 48%. So he's he you know when everybody was saying like he's just a bull, he's just a bull, he's going to the rim, he's just trying to mm-hmm. plow through he's trying to diversify it up. So you see that in the numbers already. He's just so, playing big yeah. body ball. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He still goes to that and it's very effective because they call him big body for a reason, but he's making an attempt to at least spread out the wealth on the offensive end. You're looking at uh, the three shot, as I mentioned last year, 21-22 season. 37% um, of his offensive do- uh, shots came from just anywhere from the three line. Now he's up to 48%. So he's really, really trying to spread out that defense, which helps him allow him to attack that rim and uh, do what he does best, get those and ones. Uh, oh, you, again, some more of the numbers. His, he's playing a clean game. He, he, you, you rarely mm-hmm. see him foul out. He, ha- for mm-hmm. a guy who just plows his way to the rim, uh, for the most part, you know, it tries to create a shot, you know, t- keeps fouls low. And I like that. Uh, mm-hmm. he's ranked in the 87th percentile at his position, which is really high, uh, mm-hmm. two point percent fouls. So he's, he doesn't really get into foul trouble. And I think that helps the Spurs team stay competitive, James. Speaking of which, I don't know if you saw it or not. Ben Simmons fouling out against John ja Morant. Yeah. And how he managed to make him do that. Just <laughs> rolling the ball down the floor and just walking while the ball's rolling and picking it up yeah. past half court and making him come out to defend him. <laughs> They're like, come on. They're like, let's see what you got. Yeah. It just shows how much of a mental thing this is with Ben Simmons, by the way because he has been in so much foul trouble after being such a great defender early in his career. Like mm-hmm. he is mentally just, it, it feels like he's broken mentally right now. But on the other side of that, Kelvin Johnson knows exactly what to do, especially mm-hmm. defensively. He is yeah. staying away from contact. He is positioning his body correctly. He is getting into the right positions on the floor to a contest shots, B not pick up fouls. Mm-hmm. or be in bad positions that would lead him to picking up tacky fouls. So it is an incredible job, just basketball IQ-wise, for mm-hmm. what Keldon Johnson has done from last season to this season. It just feels like such a massive mental leap forward for him. Yeah, and then you look at other little numbers, like little numbers that just add up in total. We talked about foul percentages that is low. It's actually lower than it was last year. Last year, uh, he was averaging about, uh, his foul percentage was about 2.3%. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. And that was in the 85th percentile at his position, according to Clean the Glass. This year, it's gone up. He's fouling less. It's 2.0%. Bumped him up to 87 percentile. But even little things like defensive free throw, like defensive rebounding to the free throw, basically just when the opposing team misses a free throw yeah. and, you know, somebody gets the rebound from the opposite team, in this case, Keldon, he skyrocketed. He's, he's 33.3% free throw defensive rebounding. 96 percentile, according to Clean the Glass, that he gets those, uh, secures those rebounds for the Spurs to get them going. Because when a player on the opposite, he misses a, a free throw, that he could get the ball and get that offense going. Doug McDermott, Keldon Johnson, Devin Vassell, Jakob mm-hmm. Pertl, they all say that this is a free-flowing offense. And they said it without saying it. They're kind of close to playing street ball. It, it almost feels that way sometimes. You know, yeah. Sure, Popovich calls the plays, but there's been times in in post-practice sessions where McDermott would say, hey, you know, sometimes we go out there and we just we just got to go. We got to go. We'll make decisions as we make it. And that's lending to the youth talent on this roster, James. Well, also what that does is it allows the younger guys to play with more confidence because they're not in fear of making a mistake constantly on the floor when you allow them to make mistakes. And then you mm-hmm. coach them past those mistakes. Uh, and at the same time, just the ability to play free allows for a lot of fast-paced opportunities, if you know right. what I mean. Yeah. Like, you can get out on the break. I mean, you see it. They're... They're rip and running, as I like to call it, mm-hmm. where, you know, yeah. they rip the ball off the rim. They start pushing the pace down the court. Mm-hmm. They're playing at such an incredibly high pace of play right now. And it's fun to watch. That's one of the greatest things about this team. I don't know if you paid enough attention or your listeners have this season, but they're playing an extremely win or lose watchable mm-hmm. brand of basketball right. to where it's just fun. You want to watch it them is. play. You want to see them uh, grow and develop because they're playing so quickly. And and and, and they need to do that. They, considering the makeup of their team, uh, they're very very young. They have teenagers on the roster that lends to their abilities. It's it, you're well, seeing it help Keldon, obviously. Yeah, it's helping Keldon. It's it's helping Sohan. It's helping John. It's Vassell. I mean, the list goes on and on. They like this, and, and you look at. Uh, you know, just just counted himself, just his his numbers. I mean, they're just monster numbers. Twenty nine points versus uh, Milwaukee in the, in in the win. You have he already has a pair of thirty point uh, games or thirty or more. He had thirty against Denver, then thirty three against Chicago. Again, has not scored less than double figures this entire season. His mm-hmm. uh, minimum output this year on the offensive end has just been sixteen points twice versus Memphis and the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Everything else is just been awesome and look at other numbers too since so this is the number segment of the Keldon Johnson focus here um we're getting sure, real geeky with this yeah we're, we're getting real geeky now I, I mean sure it's a small sample size still in my opinion I still think you don't start doing advanced numbers till maybe after a month and a half but in the little numbers show us right now whenever he has five or more assists the Spurs are two and oh they're six and two whenever he gets to done defensive end with one or more steals yeah, he's he's just at a force for this team, and it's mm-hmm. going to be interesting what happens come All Star voting time. 
you know, if he keeps this pace up, will he force? Um, obviously not the fans. We know it's a popularity contest, but yeah, the coaches. He's uh, making a case to he's be making an all star. I know. I know. Yeah. I was very anti. Like, is Dejounte an all star last year? Mm-hmm. Because I would list all the people in front of him, and luckily there were a lot of injuries last year, and that right. allowed him to become an all star. But I will say this about Kelvin Johnson. I don't think he needs to be an all-star replacement right now. I think Ooh. he should be an all-star. I'm I'm right there with you. I think what's going to happen, though, and might bite him in the butt at the end is the – and it shouldn't be a he's factor. A but, team, <laughs> but he's a spur and the team record. That's what's going to bite him in the yeah. butt. <laughs> yeah, the team record and – uh, where they stand in, in, in the in the uh, in the West, I think in the NBA, I think that's what's going to get them in the end. Hey, we're not and done the talking. Size. <laughs> yeah, the market size. Yeah, we're not done talking. When we get back, we're going to shift gears now and look at tonight's game: Spurs Warriors. Uh, some keys to victory. Can the Spurs get it done out in uh, well, San Francisco? Now that's right. They're in San Francisco. So yeah, all that and more with James Pledger of San Antonio Sports Star. Hey, again, thanks for making Locked On Spurs your first listen today. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports from the games that matter to the biggest sports stories in sports. Yep, insights that only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. This episode is brought to you by BetOnline.net. It's your number one source for sports betting information, news, stats, and analysis. Get all the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball, soccer, esports, they got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those on Bet Online as well. Always fast. The easiest way to get your betting fix is betonline.net. Head to the website today. You got yourself a mobile device, a laptop. Go learn more what they got over at Bet Online. It's where the game starts. We're back with James Pledger of San Antonio Sports Star. Follow him on Twitter at I am Pledger. And we're about to dive into tonight's game, Spurs Warriors. So Hopefully there's a healthy dose of Kelvin tonight, but the Spurs <laughs> are back on the road. <laughs> uh, quick injury uh, update before we dive into this, because I got a lot of flack for the uh, game previewed for Milwaukee because I didn't put I didn't talk about how Milwaukee was missing all these players because they hadn't put out the report yet when I recorded <laughs> so, it. So here we are, everybody. Because they, you didn't let them know that they weren't yeah. playing with Giannis exactly. or Drew exactly. or – Pat Connaughton or Joe Ingles yeah. or Grayson Allen. Yes, yes, exactly. That's exactly what I got flagged <laughs> for. So here we go, everybody. Barlow is out on G League, assi- G League assignment. Zach Collins, y'all know he's busted up, you know, the leg injury. He's not playing. Beck West, he's not playing. Uh, MCL sprain. Romeo Langford is out. Health safety protocols. So somebody uh, got placed in that. And then this is the most interesting one. Malachi Branham, who has been on assignment with the Austin Spurs, is out left ankle sprain. So he must have tweaked himself either in practice or during the game. But there is your Spurs IR report. Now, James, uh, Spurs, I, I expect them to put up another fight tonight. They come into uh, Golden yeah. State. Six, yeah, six and seven. The Warriors are five and seven. Interesting there. But yeah. this is a They've this is a very early. They've been on cruise control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this might be a, a shot for the Spurs to get a win on the road against Golden State when they're, like you mentioned, they're just on cruise control right now, James. Yeah, it feels like they're really, really just kind of plodding through the early part of the season to possibly turn it on late. 
as they are still kind of enjoying their championship success from last year. Mm-hmm. This doesn't feel like like the team that won a championship and tried to go for the you know best record in the NBA the following year. Mm-hmm. This doesn't feel like that kind of thing. It feels like they're trying to conserve themselves and mm-hmm. turn it on later in the season. So yeah, this might very well be a chance for the Spurs to kind of steal one against a team that's kind of sleepwalking early in the season. They are. This is definitely a winnable game. And I, I think the Spurs can do that. If they can take Memphis to overtime and have to have Bain and the John Morant just get heroic on them in one minute left in overtime. Would they have 32 apiece? Yeah, yeah. It took that type of effort from John Bain to get the job done for San Antonio. I hope the Spurs do that as well. Now, there's some good news. The Spurs have won two straight games against the Warriors on in their gym. So that dates back to last season. That's good to know. What? Yeah, they've won two straight games in San Francisco. Wow. Exactly. This 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 Spurs team surprises me every time I look at some of these numbers. <laughs> and if you're also kind of those stat geeks, keep an eye on the third period score. Brace yourself, James. The Spurs are undefeated on the road when they're leading after the third period of three and oh. So they're they're closing out lead. They're closing out games when they're ahead. Uh, heading to the final frame. But yeah. now the bad news is that the Warriors, although their record is kind of, you know, below 500, and as James, you mentioned, they're in cruise control, they have um, they have won four straight in their gym. So we'll see how that shakes out. Uh, you mentioned him, and I think he deserves a little bit of shine right now, Trey Jones. Uh, mm-hmm. Wow. We talked about the Vassell leap. The, the Kelton Johnson leap heading into this season, nobody was talking about the Trey Jones leap. I mean, I believe you and I mentioned it, but mine was more kind of in jest when you mm-hmm. asked me over the summer, like, what do the Spurs have to do to not be on Team Tank this coming year mm-hmm. and actually push for the playoffs? <laughs> and I said, well, Kelton's got to make a leap. Devin's got to make a leap. Jock's got to make a leap. Trey Jones has to make a leap. Josh Primo has to make a leap. Uh, mm-hmm. J- uh, Trey Langford has to make like literally everybody on the roster has to make a leap forward. Is what I think I said. And you can argue, kind of happened. Yeah, it happened. Like, they've yeah, all it, taken a step forward this year. Yeah, yeah, and and the and the it's just the way Trey Jones has just been playing. I mean it's. And you remember oh, I when I told you this season or this off season, like what was, how would you know if the Spurs are on team tank or if they're trying to actually win games? I said, who's their starting right. point guard? Trey right. Jones is Trey the Jones. better point yeah. guard. If he starts, they're trying to win games. Josh Primo yeah. is the development of the point guard. If mm-hmm. he starts, they're trying to develop for the future. Yeah, he's been playing great. Uh, just look, look at just the assist category. In the last three games, nine assists versus Milwaukee, 11 assists versus Memphis, nine assists versus Denver. He's spreading that ball around, helping that beautiful game light do its thing. He's a classic point guard. Yeah, he is. He had a 20-point outing versus Denver. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's just playing really good. Now, 
he's addressed it. He's working on it. And even in game, he's working on it. And that's the three shot. That's going to be his next level to hit. If he starts knocking down threes, he's definitely going to be a very, very deadly weapon for the Spurs on both ends of the court because he's among league leaders in loose ball recovery. So he's hustling. Mm-hmm. He's getting those steals. He's even getting, uh, you know, keeping those turnovers low. Uh, you know, the last three games, I think three turnovers in a full game against Denver. That was it. He had two against Memphis. And that went to overtime, still didn't overturn the ball over, and then just one against Milwaukee. I yeah, he's he's gonna be a fun fun guy to watch to see his development as it goes on. I'm, I'm gonna be to see uh, Draymond and Sohan go at it. You know, a lot of people looked at Sohan as <laughs> kind of like Draymond light when he got drafted. He is. I I he love to see that. Is. Go ahead, James. Talk about Sohan. Dude, Jeremy Sohan, and you know, he I I've told you about you. Jacks told you about him uh, leading yeah. into the draft. There as a guy that we kind of thought would be a great spur. He's a developmental guy, but he's going to give you everything when he's on the floor. He defends. He can defend multiple positions. He's going to do all the dirty stuff. And you hope that his offense comes around. Which, even if it doesn't, there's nothing wrong with where he's at right now. I mean, Draymond Green is a is a linchpin to a championship type of team. Mm-hmm. You look at all championship teams, they have a guy like Draymond Green, whether it's Bobby Portis up in Milwaukee, whether it's PJ Tucker out in wherever he's been, like they are linchpin kind of guys for you know, they just do the dirty work. They do all of the dirty work mm-hmm. and they'll hit a big shot here and there. Uh, and he, Boris and, Dial was that for yeah. the Spurs. And he pinches nipples, apparently. <laughs> Which is <laughs> fine. I don't like it. I, was, I said, you know, people hate Draymond Green unless he's on your team. Jeremy Sohan's going to be that guy. Spurs I, fans are going yeah. to love Jeremy Sohan. Other yeah, fan bases are going to absolutely hate him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. His learning curve is shortening each and every day in each and every game. I was mm-hmm. expecting kind of a long season kind of type of learning curve, but it's it 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 may come off the peak and start evening out soon. Uh, the way he's yeah. playing, his he's taking a little more threes defensively. He's being more of a pest. Yeah, ask Stephen Adams. Okay, he's a big man. Yeah, <laughs> and, and facilitating. And it's so weird. You and I are old enough to remember uh, seeing Rodman play at the Alamo Dome in oh, person. Yeah. Tell me. As much as it was you, a disaster, I loved yeah, watching it. Tell me. There are some times you're, when you, you're watching, you're like, my God, it looks like Rodman reincarnated. It, it does. Looks like it. It, it does. From the, from the painted hair to the jersey mm-hmm. number, all of it. He just even to, he gives even off to a his Rodman vibe. Even to his running gate, when he runs the gate, I'm like, what yeah. the? It's bizarre. Even the way he dunks is very Rodman-like. It's it's eerie. It's eerie. So, but yeah, your Spurs and Warriors are going to get uh, things going on. It's a late start, everybody. It's a late start, so get ready for it. Uh, heads up now, but get it should be a fun in. game. <laughs> yeah, get your naps in. I'm trying to get one in right now. Once again, Spurs 6-7, and seven, Warriors 5-7. and seven. This will be the Spurs and Warriors' first meeting of the season. So what do you have to say, everybody else? 
What do you think about tonight's matchup, Spurs Warriors? How do you see this going down? And what do you think about Keldon Johnson's great start to the season? You can let me know on Twitter at Jeff G Spurs Zone. You can let James know on Twitter at I am Pleasure. If Twitter's still around, James, who knows? If it's still around, oh, the way yeah. it's like, I seems mean, to be burning. Yeah, going to do out there, right? Yeah, I know, right? But for the for the moment, yeah, it's still there. But hey, tell us. Uh, well, something that's not going away, and that's the star. What's going on at the star? Oh, man, the star's got everything going on. Obviously, there's my show, the Saturday Morning Hangover, where we talk about everything from football, basketball, Spurs, Cowboys, you name it. We've got it. Even San Antonio FC, uh, who's playing in a championship game. Like, we've got it all. Yeah. But we also do some nerd things, like talk about Black like Panther, Wakanda Forever, and <laughs> the greatness that that was over the weekend. So whatever you, your heart's desire, you'll probably find it with the Saturday morning hangover. Also, of course I'm producing R and R in the morning with Rob Thompson and Rudy Johnson every morning from seven to 10. We've got Mike Jimenez on halftime from noon to two. And of course the blitz with Jason Minix and Joe Reinagle from four to seven. More reason and then some to check out the San Antonio Sports Star. Hey, we thanks for we thank you for making Lockdown Sports your first listen each and every day. Once again, make your second listen, Lockdown Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, instant reactions, big game recaps, the take of the day on the Odyssey app, YouTube, wherever you get podcasts, just like Lockdown Spurs, Odyssey app, the Lockdown Spurs YouTube page, Ken's Five Plus app, and wherever you get podcasts. So for James Pledger. I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs.